Not going to be all snow. A wintry mix is forecast for the listening area. The Ocho, episode eight here of Wintry Mix. My name is Alex Kaufman. We are back in the studio. We were on the road for episode six and seven at the Vermont Backcountry Forum and at the Boston Ski and Snowboard Expo, but we are back in town at the studios of Vermont Public Radio in Colchester, and we have some news. Drew has moved on from his grand internship here at Wintry Mix, and we have welcomed Megan Elmaker of the University of Vermont. Say hello, Megan. Hello, Megan. Hello, Megan. Uh, Megan is here, and she's going to continue the tradition that Drew got us started with to help us uh, prepare for our coming interview. Sean LaFountain of the Vermont Agency of Transportation, meaning this guy helps keep the roads clear in the wintertime when you just want to get where you're going. He's doing the work to make it happen. So, Megan, what do you got? Okay, so the state of Vermont has 14,200 miles of roadway, 320 miles of interstate, and over 2,700 miles of toll-free state highways. Northern Vermont, Burlington specifically, has an average snowfall of 81.2 inches per year. That doesn't sound like that much, 81. I guess that's lake level, though. Yeah. So if we're going to move up into the mountains, I'm saying like double that. Double or triple if you go further up. Yeah. UVM during the winter sometimes right by the lake, I feel like there's no snow. And then I head over to the mountains and I'm like... I'm being cheated. I bet Sean will probably bear that out. We're going to talk to Sean LaFountain from the Agency of Transportation here on Wintry Mix, so stay with us. Yeah, um, shouldn't we, like, learn by dodging balls that are thrown at us, or...? That's what this sack of wrenches is for. This episode of Wintry Mix is supported by SnowCountry.com, providing the latest snow conditions, weather information, mountain news, events, and activities for winter destinations worldwide. SnowCountry.com wants to send you to the slopes this winter... Every week, Snow Country is awarding four pairs of lift tickets to some of North America's most popular mountain resorts. Visit snowcountry.com forward slash mix and sign up for your chance to win all season long. Snowcountry.com, the leading source for snow conditions information worldwide. It is over between us, Kate. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody! Episode 8 of Wintry Mix. Welcome back. I'm here with Sean LaFountain from the Agency of Transportation here in the state of Vermont. This guy makes sure that you can get to Grandma's house when it's snowing, if that's where you need to go. And um, explain to me just a little bit about um, how you got started in keeping roads clear. Well, I grew up in a family of people that took care of roads and did road maintenance. Um, So I've been around it my whole life. I decided that when I got out of school that I wanted to try doing it and I found myself really liking it and been with the agency for eight years now. What was the first thing you ever moved snow with that was like mechanical that wasn't a shovel when you were when you were young? Was it like an ATV or what was the first thing you moved snow with? ATV with a snowplow is what it was, uh, plowing the driveway at home. How, how old were you when you first did that? Probably 13. Yeah. Yeah. Those things look fun. I mean, the, the ATV, I mean, do you have enough power to really move a, move a bank or what, what can you really do with an ATV with a plow on it? Well, the biggest thing is with an ATV with a plow, they're not huge, so you got to make sure you push your snow back at the beginning of the year far enough back. Hopefully you judge it far enough back so you don't have to 
hire somebody to come in and push it back for you. So you always try to push your snow back as far as you can because once your bank's there, you can't move it back any farther. <laughs> so Sean LaFountain uh, first started plowing when he was 13 with an ATV. Now you are the maintenance supervisor, Vermont Agency of Transportation. Um, you know, as much as you can in a nutshell, the Vermont Agency of Transportation does what in the wintertime? We maintain roads in the wintertime, uh, the plowing and the salting of the roads to make sure that the roads are safe for people to get through. And there's a lot of roads, but you don't have to do all of them, right? The Agency of Transportation shares that responsibility with who? Well, the Agency of Transportation is covered. There is eight districts in the state. Each district is separated into different regions. And we also, there's roads that are shared by the town and the village municipalities. Roads that are, say, maybe in a little bit more disrepair compared to a brand new one. Do you have to plow any differently on a really smooth blacktop compared to one that's aged more, or is it kind of the same? It, it's the same. I mean, just it's a little bit harder on the operator sometimes from the, you know, the truck hits a bump or a bounce and your loaded truck weighing in at, you know, 40,000 pounds or smaller trucks. When you hit a bump, you know, you really feel it on the driver and it takes the stress on the truck. So plowing a smooth road, you can keep a constant speed where if you're plowing a rough road, you might see the truck slow down for certain bumps in the road, you know, so we don't bite break our trucks or break springs on the truck or anything like that. So it's having that maintenance to keep the level of the trucks up. Do you plow any differently when you've got, you know, a big line of, of hungry skiers behind you compared to when you're kind of got more space to work? No, I try to plow the same. I mean, if I feel the roads to safe conditions, I'll pull over and let the cars go by so they don't get stuck behind me, you know, and that's all depends on how I feel sitting in the, the driver's seat of the plow. If I feel that it's not safe for me to pull over and let the cars go by me, I will, I will have them stay behind me because, of course, as you hear the advertisements, the safest place is always behind the plow truck. Yeah. So Megan mentioned before we got started in here, we do a few facts before the interview just to give people an idea as to what we're going to talk about. And she said that uh, the average annual snowfall in Burlington is 81 inches in the winter. Um, and you probably, you know, a lot of the ski areas like to talk about, oh, we get the most snow or we get the most snow. What corner of the state gets the most snow in, in, in your opinion? I don't really know, to be honest with you, because most of the time when it snows, we're out doing our job, I'm plowing the roads, and I don't really get a chance to tour the roads in the winter. You know, occasionally you get that maybe drive where you're heading to the store to pick up the groceries for the family or something like that. But most of the time during a snowstorm, all I get to see is the totals from what's on the television or what's on the radio because I'm not out there physically. I'm just in one area on a road making different passes on that one road. You know, when the storm is actually happening, um, you're out there plowing. But I would assume that, you know, you're watching the weather forecasts and trying to be you know, prepared and, and getting ready. So right now it's November, heading into December. Um, you know, what's happening behind the scenes at the Agency of Transportation you know, two, three, one day out before a storm to get ready? So over the course of this week, we've had some snow in the forecast. We've been getting our trucks together. What we call in the district is fire engine ready. They're full of fuel, full of salt, ready to go. So when we get called in, we come in and do our pre-trip on our trucks, which is required for us to do. And we're able to get them head out on the highway. We don't have to worry about stopping and get fuel or loading the trucks up. They're all loaded and ready for us to go. And what's the size of your fleet? So you're in a certain district of Vermont. How many trucks cover a certain area? I am in the, the Colchester Fort garage. In my garage, I have nine trucks. And throughout the district, which we have five garages in our district, we have the Colchester Fort, as I mentioned. We have Chimney Corners. We have Middlesex. We have New Haven. And we have Middlebury, and we also have an outpost garage in Waitsfield. So over the course of the district, we have approximately 34 trucks running in a snowstorm. 
Wow. And how long is a shift? So during a snowstorm, somebody goes out to start plowing, and it's a long storm. How long are they out on the road? It's about 16-hour shift on a full-blown storm. We run a, a limited crew at night, a reduced staff, so that, you know, the drivers can go home. So we have drivers that do run at night on a reduced schedule. So now, so we're, we're in the truck now, and um, 16 hours is a long time. Where's your favorite pit stops on the road? Where, where do you like to grab a bite? Well, most of the time we pack our lunches. Yeah. And, you know, just pull over someplace safe where it's on the side of the road, and that's where people might drive by seeing us stopped on the side of the road or something. We're just trying to grab a quick bite to eat because basically the cab of our truck's where we are, like I said, 16 hours a day. So, you know, we stop and eat our lunch on the side of the road and stuff like that. Yeah, so people don't give them a hard time when they're pulled over to the side. They're working 16 hours, and they're just trying to eat a sandwich. Exactly. <laughs> You're out there. You see people doing things that are not that smart. Probably some of them you can't tell me, but some of them you probably can. What are three things or, or four things or five things or one thing that folks are doing out there in the wintertime that you just kind of shake your head or put your face face palm moment You know that, that people need to just stop doing? Well, the biggest thing is the speed. Slow down, reduce your speed, take your time to get to work, drive according to road conditions. Leave, leave early, plan on, you know, you know a storm's coming in. Dr drive slower and wait for the road conditions. We see people passing all the time a plow truck because they think a plow truck's going too slow. Well, the problem is they don't realize if the truck's going too fast, when we lay material down on the road, it scatters over the road and ends up in the ditch where the slower we go actually places the material on the road to make it stay on the road. Oh, interesting. So part of your speed is not just because you can plow that fast or, or, or slow. It's because there's a certain optimum speed at which the, the product that you're dropping on the road actually stays on it. Yes. Okay. Uh, the approximate speed when we're plowing is 20 to 25 miles an hour. Oh, okay. And that's for placing the material down because the material does have the tendency to scatter. And if you go any faster than that, your material ends up in the ditch and it's not effectively working on your road surface. And the material itself, salt or something like salt? What are you guys using currently? We currently use salt, um, and we use salt brine, which is a salt water mix. And what we do is we put that down in a form of an oatmeal mix. We spray down the salt on the brine onto the salt, which forms an oatmeal mix. So it's kind of like a watery mix with the salt kernels, and that helps activate the salt faster as it goes down onto the road. Megan and I, before the interview, we were looking at okay, people in their mailboxes. And plowing and mailboxes don't always get along with each other. Those two activities are not necessarily always friends with each other. Um, Megan, can you remind us what the actual laws are around where people need to have their mailboxes? Okay. So according to the state of Vermont, the bottom of a mailbox should be 42 to 48 inches off of the ground. And no part of a mailbox should be over the shoulder of the road. And I assume that some people have their mailboxes over the shoulder of the road or not 42 to 48. And even if they do, um, in a big storm, is there anything you can do to just make it? I would think that mailboxes are just kind of the sacrificial lamb of snowstorms. Is that is that true? Well, most of the time, the mailboxes that we see are damaged are, are not from the plow hitting it. It's actually from the snow, especially in wet, heavy snow conditions. As you're going by, the snow blowing off the end of the plow is hitting the mailboxes and knocking them off. And a lot of times it's because either, you know, the, the screws or the bolts or whatever are broken. Or it's not a 40-year-old mailbox. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's it's falling off and the snow's taking it down as, as we're going by. I mean, there's rare incidents where it is hit with the wing for, you know, when a car crowds us over and, you know, the mailbox gets hit. But as a supervisor, that's part of my job is 
on the days that we're not plowing, you know, if I get any complaints, I go out and take a look at it and deal with it from there, take measurements, see where the mailbox was, that sort of thing. But like I said, most of it is from the the snow taken off the post. Yeah, the snow is heavy and strong. It's like an avalanche hitting a mailbox. Yeah, and you get the force of that, you know, at, at 20 to 25 miles an hour coming off the end of a, you got a 10, 11 foot plow on the front and a and a nine foot wing on the average going by and it's pushing it, you know, it's coming off there with a little bit of force. So when it hits the mailboxes, that's why I always advise people, you know, make sure your mailbox is good and sturdy at the beginning of the winter. What, what do you see um, people with four wheel drive and not snow tires? Do you see that with people off the road? I had four wheel drive, but they don't have snow tires. I mean, four, would you rather have four wheel drive or snow tires on a car? I, I don't really know. Personally, yeah. I have a truck. I have all season tires on it. It's a four wheel drive. But just because I have four-wheel drive don't mean, you know, I can drive 70 miles an hour on the interstate. I have to reduce my speed to road conditions, too. Um, and to be honest with you, a lot of the vehicles we see, like, on the interstate, off the road, a lot of them are four-wheel drives that, that were just going too fast and lost it and end up in the in the middle of the median on the interstate. Gives them a false sense of security. Yes, correct. And um, what do you plow your own driveway with? How do you keep it clear? Do you use do you use the big guy to clear your own driveway? Can you like bring that to your buddy's house and, and get it done, or, or not so Absolutely much? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> um, we're all responsible for maintaining our own driveways. Um, we park the truck at the garages, and no one's allowed to plow their driveways. I personally have a like we just talked about earlier. I'm still back to the ATV with a snow plow on the front, and oh, you're still doing that from 13 years to now. You're still oh, so you must have it down to a science. Oh yeah, I mean I have a kid that's learned how to do it, so a lot of times. When I work 16-hour days, my kid goes out, and he's old enough now to where he can drive the four-wheeler and learn how to plow. He's at the same age level I started, so I'm allowing him to go out and plow the driveway, so when I come home, the driveway's plowed. Oh, that must be nice. i got I got to work on that. <laughs> we got a question here from Twitter. We've already hit a, hit a few of them, but from our audience, from Two Wheeled Beard um, on Twitter, um, after or in a big snow, do any of the roads to or from – uh, the ski areas themselves, where you're maybe going to have a lot of traffic on a Friday or a Saturday, do they see any different level of attention from the plow crews, or is it pretty much the same statewide? It's pretty pretty much followed by our Vermont Snow and Ice Control Policy, which is available online at the VTrans website. Um, each road is rated differently as far as the level of service. Different roads have different priorities based on the traffic level of the roads. So you showed me before we started uh, what your district is, and it looked like you had the app gap, the Appalachian gap. Um, from Waitsfield over towards, I guess, Starksville area. Starksboro. Yep. Starksboro. Um, what's that like to plow? It seems like that that's probably your highest elevation in your district, is it? It is. I, I personally don't know because that is the garage. Uh, Middlesex takes care of that oh, right, yep. out of the Waitsfield garage. Um, you know, I'm sure it's challenging with any road as it is, but slow speed, you know, applying material. Obviously, you know, when the snow hits, that's probably one of the first ones that the snow goes on to. Have you ever um, yourself, or do you know anybody who has to do the uh, the causeway between Milton and Grand Isle? That must be pretty interesting during a storm. I, I did know somebody that used to do that. Um, I, I worked in a different district at one point, and yeah. I didn't personally never plowed it, but I know a couple people that did. Uh, a lot of wind out there. Wind is your biggest thing when you're plowing the causeway. Is a is open lake, and the wind blows across the lake, so you're dealing with snow drifts. You know and blinding conditions and that's what i'm saying slow down you know when a truck hits a big pile of snow like that trying to push out a road you get the snow cloud effect around it where you know you should be away from that truck and have the sight distance so when the cloud of snow comes up like that you have safe following distance so you can actually see the truck again yeah no doubt um we have a question from someone named ted wood via twitter 
Um, anything with alternative fuels in your department? Um, any vehicles or, or any plans in the future? Or, or what are you guys currently running on now? I assume it's diesel. Those are big trucks. We currently run on diesel fuel, yeah. uh, conventional diesel fuel. Uh, I don't know as far as the plans. We don't really get involved. There's a different department gets involved in ordering the trucks and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yes, most of our trucks right now are, are diesel trucks that we use. They're all diesel trucks to plow the road. And everybody kind of remembers last winter as being a big winter for snow. But I would I would assume that your department is probably one of the few that can really say, you know, was it a big winter? Was it an average winter? Was it a below winter? Based on how many road hours you have, based on how much salt brine you used, how was last winter? The only thing I do know about last winter is that the temperatures are a lot colder and, mm -hmm. you know, the salt doesn't work as well in the colder temperatures. Oh, yeah. What is the, what is kind of the best, the best temperature line for, for salt? I mean, cause I've heard that as well, where it gets to a certain temperature and it doesn't really work. Is that five degrees, 10 degrees, 20? Where does that, where does that, where's that spot? It all depends. I mean, it can still be cold out and your sunlight can actually activate your salt. So it's kind of on the colder days, you wait to the right time to salt, you know, when you really want to make the salt work the best, and usually that's as the sun's coming up, shining yeah. on the road, and it's, it, with the heat, it activates it and opens it up. So you got thousands and tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of, of folks from down country. Tell them what not to do. Give them, give them a parting shot of advice of, of ways to help you out so you can get your jobs done and get everybody there safe. Well, slow down. Plan, plan for plenty of time for delays or you know road conditions. Don't follow a plow too closely. And make sure you have your snow tires on. Has anyone ever bought you pizza or beer at random on the road? Just like, thanks, Sean. Has that ever happened? No, it has not. You guys do amazing work. And we appreciate it very much from myself, Megan, and the entire ski and ride community. Uh, hats off. Thanks a lot, Sean. You and your entire crew. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And also, you can. there's a website on the VTrans website that if anybody wants to add stuff, they can send emails out. All right, so people can give you an electronic high five on the website. Where can they do that? You can find the link at vtrans.vermont, spelled out, dot gov. All right, cool. High five, bud. Get it up here. Yeah. Ah, we got it. Sean LaFountain, Agency of Transportation. They're keeping the roads clear this winter. Thanks a lot. We'll be right back, uh, Megan and myself, to close off Episode 8 of Wintry Mix here on Vermont Public Radio. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. What? Oh! oh. Show episode eight. We are back. My name is Alex Kaufman from the studios of VPR in Colchester. Megan, what'd you think of Sean? I had no idea that they actually go back out and will look at a mailbox after it's been kind of demolished by a snowbank or snowplow. Yeah, that's like true customer service, right? No kidding. I figured it was just kind of like your mailbox gets smashed and that's kind of it. I mean, because it's wintertime in Vermont, it's a snowbank. But I think I would agree that he said that most of the time it's basically the snow, not the plow, because the snow is like an avalanche exactly so maybe when you switch your snow tires you should also check out your mailbox yeah a good seasonal thing to do this time of year you're putting on your snow tires and go check your mailbox make sure it's not 40 years old and if it is get a new one and if it gets demolished maybe you should have gotten a new one exactly maybe yeah. it's a sign yeah well we appreciate sean lafountain's time from the uh, agency of transportation here in vermont they are about to become very 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 busy with their 16-hour shifts keeping vermont roads clear uh, his district district five from around Colchester down south to Middlebury, out east to Middlesex, including the Appalachian Gap. 
which uh, is probably challenging to plow. And just a quick reminder, Episode 8 was supported by SnowCountry.com. They are giving away two pairs of lift tickets. Check that. Four pairs of lift tickets every week. SnowCountry.com slash mix. My name is Alex Kaufman. I'm your host. Our intern for now in the next few months is Megan Elmaker from the University of Vermont. Thank you, Megan. No problem. That's a, a wonderful uh, first go of it for Megan here on Wintry Mix. We have production assistance from Angela Evansy, and our theme music is by Adam Levy. Drive safe. I was out at 2.30 in the morning checking the roads. We had a little bit of snow come through and yeah. had to miss out on the first morning. So the first morning is always the biggest thrill for a deer hunter. So.